0: Welcome to Invest Stories, a podcast
1: about real stories, real estate, and taking real action. Join hosts John Cooper and Kyle Robertson as they talk investing, mindset, and taking that first step. We all have a story. What's yours? The Investories Podcast.
0: Welcome to Wednesday Wins. We're talking all about the wins and successes and uh, failures in part of our our guests today, but also actions you can take to get started on your journey or level up kind of where you're at in your investing journey. Uh, So we're super excited to bring you that that content. Don't forget to jump on social media and reach out to us, Investories Pod, on Instagram, on TikTok. Uh, We also have a YouTube channel link in the comments Uh, below and uh, yeah you know let us know how you're winning and especially and I I know a little bit of uh, I've done a course on on commercial and syndication I've been to a couple of different events around um, commercial and kind of what what shines through is that risk piece especially now with kind of changes in the market changes in rates Mm -hmm. there's a fair few operators that were kind of flying a little bit close to the sun (laughs) <laughs> um, financially that are now getting found out, right?
1: Yeah, nice analogy there. Um, uh, Icarus, you know, flying close to the sun and uh, his his wings melted. But uh, it was very easy to succeed in real estate uh, maybe a couple of years ago. Pretty much anything anybody touched kind of turned to gold. And you're right. Um, you have to be careful. You have to vet uh, the operators and... Uh, you have to understand what's going on with your money. You have to be a wise investor, but, uh, it is a little harder these days and I've had some hard lessons, uh, that I've had to learn, unfortunately, but, uh, it's made me a better operator and I can tell you this next syndication, we're actively looking right now, actively, uh, putting in offers on different properties. And when we get one and we do another acquisition, uh, it's going to be great because we've learned so much, um, over the years and through this difficult time.
0: And what, what do those lessons look like? In fact, let's start with what, what's changed um, kind of, I guess, your approach, uh, looking for deals, analyzing deals and then the financing piece, what's changed in the last couple of years?
1: Um, I think I've learned what's changed overall is I don't think there's a guarantee of, success, you have to be careful in your underwriting assumptions. Uh, When you're looking at a deal to see whether it's a good deal or not, there are always assumptions that are built into your models. And the big assumptions are, you know, cap rate and uh, vacancy, economic or physical, uh, your interest rate, your projections on rents. So some of those big assumptions, you have to kind of dial in and make sure that your assumptions are grounded in in reality, in some way. And um, as long as you're careful with that, um, multifamily is very forgiving and you can uh, make some mistakes and still come out all right in the end. Uh, You just can't make too many uh, and you can't make the big ones. And um, so that's changed. The underwriting, probably your underwriting requirements have changed. Obviously, everybody knows about interest rates. Those have changed. Um, But more than interest rates... um, that's not such a big deal you just plug in the interest rate in your model and if the numbers work the numbers work if the numbers don't work the numbers don't work don't do that deal what's really the tricky part about uh, lending is understanding the other terms that are involved interest rate is only one component um, you have to think about your exit you have to think about when am i going to exit do i have the ability to exit at the right time maybe the market changes and it's time to strike Uh, Is there going to be a penalty if I exit? And you have to think about those things. And so the conversation about uh, prepayment penalties, about uh, rate caps on your, that's what's killed a lot of people and is killing a lot of people lately is the lack of a rate cap for bridge loans. And um, I learned that lesson the hard way. I'm learning that lesson the hard way. Uh, we're going to make it. Um, thankfully we're in a better position than a lot of people. Uh, but I, I learned to be careful with what kind of debt I put on my property. So I could go on and on and on, but those are kind of the, the overviews.
0: No, that's, that's really, really interesting in terms of looking at the kind of, I guess the positives of the market. I don't know if that's the correct way to say it really. Um, are you seeing a decline in in prices? Are you seeing people being more open to sensible numbers? Um, are you is there a rule of thumb in terms of making offers at a lower price point?
1: Um, I don't see that right now. The price points should be lower because the market doesn't support the higher price points. And believe me, I'm talking to myself as well as the holder of a couple properties that I want to sell. Uh, I understand like we all want our properties to be valued higher. Um, But um, I'm not really seeing a huge decrease in price a little bit. But I would say that sellers are decreasing their prices, kicking and and screaming like they don't want to. Uh, And so they're fighting to keep those prices high. So I guess in that sense, we have not yet seen a a big market correction. Um, I think that, and if you listen to a lot of knowledgeable people, uh, the next couple of years is going to, uh, some of those operators maybe that are unmasked as not knowing what they're doing uh, or making poor decisions, uh, they're going to be forced to sell. And so that's the unfortunate part for them and their investors uh, is that we're going to see some of that type of correction. Um, but overall, I, I, I still feel that multifamily is doing pretty strong. Um, you know, There's a lot of gloom and doom about rents, and rents are going to decrease or rents are not going to increase. It, I think it totally depends on your market. And if you know your market well, then you can succeed in your market. You just have to understand your market, and you have to underwrite the deals accordingly. And then put in offers when they make sense, and just be patient. So don't don't rush into anything.
0: No, I, I like that a lot. In terms of markets, are you are you still focusing on kind of Augusta, or are you wider across Georgia? Is there any other states you're looking at?
1: Um, I, I'm open to pretty much anything in the southeast. Uh, I'm a big fan of the southeast, but I, I know people. I see people all the time doing deals everywhere doing deals in Oklahoma, in Texas, in Michigan, uh, in Wisconsin, uh, in Arizona. Uh, I mean, you name it, wherever there's people, there's people willing to do deals, uh, even in California, <laughs> here and there. And so... Surely uh, no. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Um, I I prefer the Southeast, and I'm open to quite a few states, but I think that... that um, way of thinking is a little bit too broad. Like, uh, my mentor, one of the things he, he taught me is that every eight blocks, uh, is a sub market is a new sub market. And so even in a good market per se, like a good MSA, um, you'll have pockets that are really bad and you'll have pockets that are really great. And so you have to know not just your market, you have to know your sub market and you might even have to know your Mm -hmm. tertiary market. Um, you just have to know where you're buying and what's going on in that area and i think to do that you really have to stay closely connected to brokers and to uh, property managers in that in that submarket
0: yeah and i guess not being afraid to start making those connections is there did was there a route you took to kind of connect with brokers and was it referrals or just going out and phoning as many as possible what did, what did that look like
1: um Honestly, I can't even remember. I think I I phoned a few uh, and then I found a few people that would respond to me and then I would just maintain those relationships. And through my property manager, I guess I got some referrals um, to different folks. And so you just never know what connection um, one conversation uh, one introduction could be a connection that uh, has great potential in the future and you really just never know. So I would just encourage uh, anybody to continue making those connections uh, and you never know uh, what's going to happen in the future. And so I, you just have to maintain some of those key connections. I, I guess coming back to brokers and property managers, um, I would definitely put them on a rotating uh, call list or email list and – faithfully follow up and respond to them uh, over time and as you build a relationship over time uh, it becomes easier and easier and um, you know things just begin to happen
0: and what what I found is and i'm I'm kind of very much on the start of this journey um, so I, I have a short- term rental I have a long term rental in the UK but I'm not a syndicator I'm not a commercial investor yet sure um, and what I found is just being honest and upfront with people. Mm -hmm. Most people are happy to have a chat and then having like a a strategy behind you and a team behind you. So, hey, I'm working with these people. Uh, They have this many um, kind of units in, in management or ownership at the moment. And I'm looking to do this and I'm really interested in this. People are kind of open to it because you are a future customer potentially. Right. So if you phone up and keep phoning and saying, hey, I think I like this, but I'm not sure, blah, blah, blah. But if you have your pitch down and your realistic kind of who I am and it's a fair representation, then actually people want to keep in contact. They're interested.
1: No, I agree. Uh, I agree with you. Just keep – you just got to be consistent and uh, sincere uh, in your relationships. You can't be a phony. You – If you're not knowledgeable about something, then ask and say, hey, I'm ignorant about this. Will you teach me? Uh, I've had people Mm -hmm. teach me about debt. I've had people teach me uh, about markets. I've had people teach me about um, the terminology in commercial real estate. And I think that's one reason that usually most people are willing to engage with you uh, from – you know, the newbies all the way up to the very experienced investors. Um, uh, I've emailed Mm -hmm. uh, very briefly with uh, Neil Bawa. I've emailed uh, with Ellis Hammond of Kingdom REI. Uh, My mentor, uh, his program, Michael Blanc, Of course, my coach, Drew Whitson. Um, People are willing to engage with you. And I think in part, it's because everybody recognizes that they had help getting to where they are. And so um, nobody is... A self-made man. We're all standing on the shoulders uh, of other people, and we have people that we owe a great debt to that have helped us to reach this point.
0: Yeah, and we've we've said it on the podcast before. I think it's. I feel like it's a secret club, and everyone on the inside is like, "Yeah, come in, come in, come in. Let's talk about it. This is so cool." <laughs> and um, there's there's kind of an abundance mentality. Yes. It's not This is my deal. I got to do this. It's kind of like sharing out. And uh, mm-hmm. I kind of like that. I like the disruptive streak of that.
1: Yeah, it's it's really neat. Um, I don't know about other industries, but I have found real estate to be very friendly and open for the most part. Uh, and, um, you know, just bringing it back full circle. Uh, Jesus said it is more blessed to give than to receive. And so actually, um, a lot of people find great pleasure in sharing their knowledge, sharing their experiences and helping the next person.
0: And in that regard, Bernie, we thank you for, for your time today. Um, I want to be mindful of it. What's the best way people can get in touch with you?
1: Um, the best way honestly is to text me or call me. Um, my cell phone is 619-971-1279. Uh, I am a terrible emailer, but, I'm trying to do better. And so you can also reach me at Bernie at forge equity And I spell my name uniquely. Uh, it's B U R N I E Bernie at forge
0: Amazing. Yeah. And um, you know, feel free to, uh, to get in touch. We'll put all that information in the show notes. So if you're listening, driving and not quite sure how to do it, then uh, you don't have to go back. You just scroll to the show notes and also give us a really good five star review as well while you're there
1: for sure that'd be awesome
0: Bernie thank you thank you so much for your time today I really do appreciate it and um, I got a lot out of it hopefully our listeners do as well and hopefully they'll be in touch
1: that would be awesome and I forgot to mention you can also get a hold of me on LinkedIn Uh, I gotta do some work on my profile there Uh, hey we're all learning work in progress but you can find me there as well and so John thank you so much for having me on I hope uh, I've been encouragement to you and to your listeners
0: Absolutely. And we'll be back next week.
1: Thank you for listening to the Investories Podcast. We all have a story. What's yours? The Investories Podcast.